the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My father's love, my father's love, my father's love, my father's love. And this is not somebody else's father's love. This is your father's love. So my father's love. We're going to remind ourselves of some of the words that Jesus said to his disciples, especially as he fellowship with them in the upper room just before his crucifixion, a day before his crucifixion. They had a long talk, you know, the, the kind of conversation you, you have with your loved ones when you are the tail end of life is deep. <laughs> it's not common. You don't talk about um, small stuff. You talk about more important things of life. So Jesus had a long conversation with them in the upper room just before his crucifixion. He was about to die the next day. And he was meeting with them, talking with them. He talked with them about different matters. He talked with them about the Holy Communion, about the new covenant in his blood. He demonstrated to them what true love is by washing, washing their feet, indicating that love is humble and self-sacrificing. He washed their feet. He washed their feet, indicating to them that love is humble and services others. Love is humble and serves others. Love is humble and self-sacrificing. He told them, you ought to wash each other's feet just as I've done to you. You ought to love each other just as I've done to you. He also spoke to them of the Holy Spirit. He spoke much about the Holy Spirit. He spoke to them a lot about the Father's love. About the Father's love. And about the Father's love, not just for himself, but about the Father's love for them. He spoke of the love between himself and his Father. And he commanded them to love one another just as he has loved them. So he spoke about the Father's love, his own love for them, the love between the Father and himself, and he commanded them to love one another. Now, let's look at some of the words of Jesus. In John 14, 7 to 11, he says, If you are known me, this is an answer to a question. He says, If you are known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has also seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father. And the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the words themselves. 
Now it's like Jesus repeating the same words over and over, just for emphasis. You know, when you want to underscore something, you amplify it, you repeat it, repetition, amplification, you know, for understanding, for memory. So Jesus said over and over again, I am in the Father. The Father is in me. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. The Father lives in me. I live in the Father. This is not the only place where, where he said that. He said that in other places. So, looking at, at verses 7 and 9, he said, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Really? Hmm. Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you see? Show us the Father. What is this? What does this mean? It means resemblance. Resemblance. That's the key. That's the summary of what Jesus Christ is trying to say. I resemble my Father. I'm like my Father. If you see me, that's my Father. You have seen my Father. I am a representation. I am a resemblance of my Father. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manner, as the scripture says in Hebrews 1. God, who at many times and in diverse ways, who has spoken to the fathers by the prophets, as in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed here of all things, by whom also he made the world. He says he is the express image of his person. He is the express image of his person. The son is the image, the perfect image of his father. The joy of every true and real father is that their children are like them. The joy of every true and real father is that their children are like them. Resemblance is not always in facial resemblance. It could be in character, in mannerism, in temperament, in personality, in different ways. In fact, Jesus Christ said, if you don't believe what I'm saying, believe me because of the works that you see. I'm doing the same work as my father does. He said to his mother, his father was also there, his earthly father was also there. He said, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Meaning, he had been talking to them before then about his father's business. So Jesus Christ is saying here, resemblance is important. Of course, resemblance is the heart of inheritance. Resemblance is the heart of inheritance, meaning to be like your father. If you are not like your father, then your father questions your part in him. Resemblance also is a product of nature and nurture. Resemblance is a product of nature and nurture. But much more so, it's a product of nurture. Amen. There are those who are not natural children, who behave more, who look more, who resemble more of their adopted parents than their natural, you know, sons and daughters. Why? Because they have allowed themselves to be nurtured. They have allowed themselves to be trained they have allowed them to be fed. They have been around them. They have been connected with them. They have experienced their love, their care, that they begin to look like them. They begin to behave like them. You know, our environment makes us. And 
It's as simple as that, but it's also as powerful. Environment makes us. If you don't want your environment to make you, especially the bad environment of this world, then you make the heavenly environment, the, the real environment around you in your mind, of your mind, then you be like your father in heaven. That is the only way we can actually be like our father in heaven. <laughs> really. We cannot be like our father in heaven if we do not make his presence to be the environment of our lives. Because the environment makes you. You speak the way you speak because of the environment. If you live in another place, you will speak like those people there. In fact, you begin to look like people of your environment, even if you are not of the same you know, origin, or you are not you know, of them. You begin to look like them after living there for so long. That's what they said of Moses. After Moses left Egypt, when the sons of Jethro met him, and they reported to their father at home, they said, we met an Egyptian today. We met an Egyptian today, they reported to him. They called Moses an Egyptian. And of course, he looked like an Egyptian, talked like an Egyptian. Everything he did was Egyptian. But in his heart, he was not an Egyptian. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us to resemble our heavenly father. Hallelujah. That even though we are in this world, we are not of this world. We don't look like the children of this world in the name of Jesus. Our hands are not like the hands of the children of this world. Our heart is not like the heart of the children of this world in the name of Jesus. In verse 10 of the same scripture, John 14, in verse 10, this is some of the things we can learn from these verses. The first thing is resemblance. Very important that we resemble our father because that's the heart cry of every true and real father, that their children resemble them. So our father wants us to resemble him. So he says, be ye prophet, be ye like your heavenly father, be ye perfect like your heavenly father, be ye loving, caring like your heavenly father, be ye holy as your heavenly father is holy, the scripture says. The heart cry of our father, the heart cry of your father is that you be like him. That's the first thing that we learned there. The second thing, taking it from verse 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? And he said that multiple times in different ways. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? What does this mean? What does this mean? This is residence. Residence. Where he takes residence. Where the Father takes residence. Where he takes residence. Jesus is saying, my Father lives in me. And I live in him. My father lives in me and I live in him. In other words, I am my father's house. I am my father's house. And he is my house. A relevant way, or understandable way we can put this is, I live in my father's heart. I live in my father's heart. My father lives in my heart. I live in my father's heart. Now with that understanding, we have... You know, a better understanding, a better light to, or a different light to John 14, 2. It says, in my father's house are many mansions. Jesus Christ said in John 14, 2, in my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. My father's house 
has many mansions. I live in my father's house. I live in my father's heart. My father's house. My father's heart. That's what he's saying. He's talking about his father's heart. When he says my father's house, he's talking about his father's heart. My father's house. Or my father's house has many mansions. My father's heart is big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.